Welcome to the NPTE Final Frontier Podcast, helping one student at a time. Visit NPTEFF.com to enroll today so you can pass tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in to the NPTE Final Frontier Podcast. My name is David. And my name is Nick. Today, we're going to be discussing wheelchair measurements. And simply put, a wheelchair is not only a mode of mobility, but a wheelchair also provides support, safety, and stability. We not only have to think about those factors, but also try to obtain maximum comfort, function, needs, abilities, and goals all at the same time. So in reviewing the standard wheelchair measurements, we're going to be looking into the seat height or leg length, seat depth, seat width, back height, and armrest height. At the same time, we need to keep in mind that there are many other pieces of information that we can review for a wheelchair, things such as reclining back, adjustable armrest, and so on and so forth. But this can be a good starting point for you. If a seat cushion is to be used in a chair, then it should be incorporated as the measurements are, take, are being taken. That's a really good point. Well, first, let's start with seat height or leg length. The average adult size can be 19.5 to 20.5 inches. So this is typically measured from the patient's heel to the popliteal fold, and then we add two inches. An individual can check this measurement by noticing if they can place two to three fingers when the hand is held parallel to the ground, easily under the thigh, and to see if it, the foot rests are elevated two inches off of the ground. You can also keep in mind that some foot rests can also be adjusted. So now what should we do if the seat height is too high? The patient in the wheelchair could experience insufficient support at the trunk since the backrest is going to be too low. Complications when trying to maneuver underneath the table. Difficulty propelling the wheelchair since there can be an increase, uh, increased difficulty when trying to reach the rims of the wheels. And also unfavorable posture when trying to place the forearms on the armrests. Now, what if the seat is too low? The user could experience increased difficulty when performing functional transfers, since there's most likely going to be a lower center of gravity. So here, as an example, we can think of a sit to stand. The lower the center of gravity, the harder it could be to move out of that chair. And this can also be dependent on the individual. And if the seat is lowered, and then the foot plates are lowered with it, then those foot plates could pose an increased risk of striking objects on the ground, leading to either decreased mobility or unsafe mobility in the wheelchair. Now let's move on to that seat depth. The average adult size can be 16 inches. This is typically measured from the individual's posterior gluteal region to the popliteal fold, following along the lateral portion of the thigh. Two inches is then subtracted to decrease the risk of unnecessary pressures placed at the popliteal area by the front edge of that seat. To check this measurement, an individual should be able to place two to three fingers when the hand is parallel to the ground between the popliteal fold and the front edge of the seat. So what if the seat depth is too short? The user could experience decreased support under the thighs which could then lead to decreased stability at the trunk, 
increased pressures in unwanted areas, so potential skin breakdown, and decreased hip flexion. So thinking about it could pose an increased risk of the individual sliding out of the chair. And the user could also experience decreased basal support, potentially leading to a sense of decreased balance. So what if the seat depth is too long? The individual in the wheelchair could start to experience, like we said earlier, there could be increased pressures placed at the popliteal area, leading to possible skin breakdown. The patient could also present with slouching, with a possible kyphotic spinal posture, and a posterior pelvic tilt positioning, which could bring bring about increased sacral sitting. So now let's move on to backrest height. And the average adult size here can be 16 to 16.5 inches. Now this measurement typically involves the individual in a starting position. And that's going to be have the shoulder placed in 90 degrees of shoulder flexion. And then the measurement is taken from the seat of the chair to the base of the axilla. And once we get that measurement, four inches is then subtracted. To check this measurement, an individual should be able to place four fingers between the top of the backrest of the floor of the axilla, and the individual should be able to measure one finger width between the inferior angles of the scapula to the top of the backrest. What if the back height is too high? So the individual in the wheelchair could start to experience increased difficulty with propelling that wheelchair since the higher back height may not allow sufficient upper extremity mobility. Once again, it's dependent on the individual. Potential skin breakdown at the inferior angles of the scapula, since the backrest could be providing unnecessary pressure to that region. Also, the patient could present with decreased balance if the trunk is being pushed forward from the higher backrest. And what if the back height is too low? The individual could experience decreased support, which can lead to decreased stability at the trunk, and or just present with some unfavorable spinal postures. Let's now discuss armrest height. The average adult size can be nine inches above the seat of the wheelchair. This measurement typically involves the individual's elbow flexed to 90 degrees as the measurement is taken from the wheelchair seat to the olecranon process. One inch is then added to the measurement ob obtained. To check this measurement, the individual's shoulders should be level and their trunks should be upright as they rest their forearms on the rest of the wheelchair. Now, what if the armrests are too high? The individual in the wheelchair could experience increased difficulty when trying to propel the wheelchair. If there's difficulty when trying to reach over the armrests to grab the wheel hand rims, their upper extremities may be placed in an unfavorable position potentially leading to difficulty when performing functional transfers. Again, if we think of pushing to a sit to stand, more stress could be placed on that shoulder when trying to push in that position. And then finally, unfavorable postures when trying to place the forearms and the armrests, or just limited use of the armrests overall. If they're too difficult to utilize, this could potentially lead to a decreased stability at the trunk. So now what should we do if the armrests are too low? the individual in the wheelchair could start to experience increased forward trunk when trying to rest their forearms on those armrests, which could lead to unfavorable posture. One could start to notice slumping in the, in the wheelchair when using the armrests. They could also present with possible decreased balance and possible difficulty with functional activities. Think of trying to push up with short armrests. 
there could be less of a mechanical advantage when pushing, affecting exercises, transfers, repositioning, and so on. And finally, let's move on to seat width. And the average adult size here can be 18 inches. This is typically measured from the widest aspect of either the individual's buttocks, hips, or thighs, and then we add 1.5 inches. Those additional 1.5 inches can be used to accommodate bulky clothing for colder weather, orthoses, or just overall clearance of body parts from the armrest side panels. To check this measurement, an individual should be able to place both hands vertically between the armrest side panels and the user's greater trochanters, hips, and thighs, while also maintaining just slight contact with those side panels. What if the seat width is too wide? The individual in the wheelchair could start to experience increased distance to reach the handrail, uh, hand rims, potentially leading to increased difficulty when trying to propel that wheelchair. Decreased mechanical advantage when trying to perform functional transfers. Think of trying to push up from the wider set of armrests. The patient could also present with uh, more of a need to lean towards one side to attain support, which could lead to unfavorable postural presentations. Now, what if the seat width is too narrow? The user could experience decreased overall space for repositioning, possible excessive pressures in unwanted areas, and decreased room for more clothing, orthoses, or braces. And then also the user could also experience the upper extremities slipping off secondary to those hand rims or those armrests being more narrow set on the armrests. As a reminder, these measurements are all tailored to the user while keeping in mind their specific goals, needs, abilities, comfort, support, safety, stability, and overall function. So we have a lot of things to think about with wheelchairs. Thank you very much for listening. For more information on NPTE Final Frontier, please visit NPTEFF.com. You can also check us out on all of our other social media platforms, such as Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We hope this segment on wheelchair measurements was helpful, and we look forward to you joining us here on the NPTE Final Frontier podcast in the next episode. Thank you.